When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Talking real money, the combo show begins right now. Hi, everybody. I'm Don McDonald. That guy hanging out over there in his office in Seattle is Tom Cock. We are here to do two things to create a podcast and to create a video cast that both do one thing. And that one thing is to make you a better manager of your own money. It's a simple goal, simple plan, simple concept. Problem is it's not often as simple to put into practice because we're, well, we're constantly battling this thing underneath this bone, this brain thing makes us do crazy things, makes us emotional, makes us make bad decisions. And regrettably, for many of us, and actually I have a slightly elevated risk, according to my 23andMe genetic testing of late onset Alzheimer's, the inability to remember things and and for many to make good decisions when you get older, and this is becoming a big problem, Tom. Yeah, I'm Tom, by the way. Just I said Tom, didn't it. I? Yeah, I just want to make sure you remembered. That's all. Um, didn't so I introduce you at the beginning? You did, but I, there'd been a period of time between the beginning and you mean that when moment. I was talking. Yeah, and I just want to make sure. I just want to keep. I'll just keep gently mentioning that I'm. But you Tom know, I'm going to let you talk now. Okay, so uh, this it is, is your turn. This is a growing problem because, well, we're getting older. Yes. As a country, we're getting older. And as two human beings. The part that I hate the most. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, not the most, but I do. No, tripping over flags at the corners of soccer. Yeah, well, that's part of getting older, right? So, yeah. Hopefully that's not showing up on YouTube anytime soon, which would be hilarious. (laughs) If anybody, what was the game? I'm not saying. If anybody was at the game that Tom ref last (laughs) night and you have video of that, I will pay you for that video. (laughs) I'm sure he'd pay a You want to make money? I will pay for that (laughs) exactly so uh, yeah the cognitive issues yes i mean because as as we have become more aware of them certainly in the last few years we've seen it with some of our clients where you slowly move into this period of time where it's harder to make decisions people get kind of stuck um sometimes they will be as you said be very emotional about things and we have a tendency to want to be more conservative generally as we get older. Like, I don't want to, eh, that feels risky to me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's the bad decisions, though, that I really worry about. When people get older and they start making decisions that aren't even necessarily emotional, they're just based on this cognitive decline, this inability to understand what's going on as many get older. Yeah, and so here, here's a few of my suggestions on how to deal with this. Number one, and I know this is a tough one because it's true in my house. Not true in your house, but true in my house. 
Um, my wife is not interested in all of this. She doesn't care. She, I show her the numbers every six months and say, here's where we are. That's great. Thank you. She needs to care. The disinterested spouse has to be oh, educated oh, to some extent. Oh, easy for you to say <laughs> exactly. she needs to care. She needs to care. Uh -huh. She thinks anything happens to me, she makes a phone call and everything's okay, which is true to some extent because I have an advisor, right? And so she could do that. But the disinterested spouse needs to attend meetings, needs to look at statements, needs to get a general picture of how things are, not necessarily the training that somebody might be doing, which we are going to already tell you is a bad idea, but they need to know something. Number two, most people, as you get into your late 60s, 70s, really things should be on autopilot. I'm talking about the investments. I'm talking about the withdrawals, right? So they're regular. They're not, you don't wake up one morning and say, I can have a gold wing Tesla, which I wake up every morning hoping for, but that. And then number two, I mentioned this, that the balances, people have a tendency also to want to wake up every morning and say, mirror, mirror on the wall, tell me how wealthy I am. And that's bad because it makes you, you mentioned this, the, 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 the noggin makes you make emotional decisions, either feeling too good about things because I bought AMC and it's up 2,600% this year, or the spring of last year when things go down and you say, I've got to sell because they've gone down. So look at the balances probably every few months. And again, I think I've mentioned this publicly a few times. I put them in a spreadsheet every six months. I think that's very, very reasonable. But here's the here's the big one. And I know many of you because you're do-it-yourselfers, right? You've been do-it-yourselfers. Don has talked to you for 30 years about how you could go to Vanguard, Fidelity, or Schwab. We give you free portfolios on our website. You know, just put it in these funds, you'll be okay. But for many people, especially after you retire or leading up to retirement, there's a lot of things to consider beyond the actual management of the money around taxes, around withdrawals, around other stuff that that a financial advisor probably makes sense. Now, before you get all worked like this is a sales pitch, it's not. Here's why it makes sense. For all the aforementioned things, and if anything happens to you because you're watching this because you are the more interested person generally in the relationship about money, and so here's a starting point. Here's an idea. I tell this to people regularly because they say, well, I've got a $3 million portfolio. I don't want to pay you to take care of it. That's okay. Take part of the portfolio, work with a fee-only 100% fiduciary that uses low-cost index funds or exchange-traded funds. Part of the portfolio, you establish the relationship, you understand how things work, and then if anything happens to you, that's in place for your spouse, for the disinterested party in your household, so things are going to be okay after you're gone. I think those things kind of make sense, Don. And especially, by the way, the complexity to retire and to create income and Social Security and pensions, all of that generally requires a professional who can do this better than you. And I'm speaking to you in the audience, not you, Don, because Don trades stocks like nobody's business every day and is a killer. So, Hi, I'm Don McDonald. In case you'd forgotten during that <laughs> long, 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 long time. That was a bit of a diatribe, but there yeah, you go. Yeah, and by the way, he stole all of my comments. <laughs> it never fails. <laughs> all of them, pretty much. Because I think it's really simple. It, it, it really is. If it, it, you got to think about this because it happens to a lot of people. The key, the first step is one, kissing the heck out of your portfolio. In other words, keep it simple, stupid. Get rid of all the complexity. 
as you get older. You shouldn't have had it when you were younger, but I understand why you did, because we're crazy when we're nuts. We're out there on Reddit buying GameStop and AMC. Bitcoin, Dogecoin, stupid, stupid, stupid stuff. We do stupid stuff when we're young, but as we get older, you don't need that kind of excitement anymore, I hope. And if you simplify the portfolio and you simplify the management thereof, you're going to make it a lot easier should something happen to your mental facilities. And I couldn't, this is one of those times. We talk about when you're younger and it's easy to build a, a portfolio of two funds at Fidelity or one fund at Vanguard and, and ride through 25, 30 years of your life without doing anything special except rebalancing. But when you get older, that's the time when you need somebody to help. And that somebody has to be very carefully chosen. And I'm not saying we're the only ones, but man, there aren't very many. And there's people out there that will do bad to you, too. By the way, I add one more that we didn't mention, and that is as you get older, I think it does make sense to share with other family members in addition to the party who, with whom you're in a relationship with, but maybe your children, et cetera, here's what I'm doing and here's why I'm doing it. I think that makes sense in many ways. And here's what my financial picture is so that they can protect you again if something, if someone tries to do something bad to you, which we do see on a regular basis. And exactly. once again, Tom being the less cynical of this team, um, he actually assumes your kids are going to be looking out for your best interest <laughs> and not saying, hmm, Touche. Huh. I didn't know dad had several million dollars. Well, I don't know that to be the case in my house. They might be plotting against me right uh, now. Who gee, knows? <laughs> uh, huh. yeah, cognitive decline. Can't wait. <laughs> Where's the money? Yeah, give yeah. me oh. that power of attorney, daddy. Yeah. That does happen. In it does happen. Systems. And again, that again illustrates the need for someone who is independent, who mm-hmm. cannot by law touch your money against whom you would have legal recourse, and that's a 100% fiduciary, fee-only investment advice provider, who's cheap, preferably, but whatever. Um, So take good care of yourselves, take good care of your brains, and have some plan in place. That's really the key, right? The plan. And be willing to listen to others. Again, because many of you have been do-it-yourselfers for a long period, which we totally respect. We've encouraged it for decades, but for me, it's two parts. It's as you approach retirement, generally you do need some professional help to make sure you're at least get a second opinion doing everything right. And in retirement, as we get a little older, making sure the portfolio fits, making sure you're doing everything the best you can. That's another place, I think, for truly independent professional advice. Yes. Which brings us back to how you can find that help. You can call us with short questions at 855-935-TALK. You can send questions in or record them at TalkingRealMoney.com on the contact form. Or if you need a little more help, you want a second opinion, you've got this hodgepodge portfolio that you really don't know where all the pieces fit, where they are, nor how they fit together. Uh, go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. That's our uh investment advisory firm and we will give you free help for free without a sales pitch truly so go to vestry.com set up an appointment pretty easy 
And you can also send us questions. Like uh, this is a written in question. We get lots of those. Vanguard Index Fund versus Fidelity Index Funds, the SmackDown. Hi, Don and Tom. I'm loving your podcast and listen to all of them. Wow, there are a lot of them. There's several hundred. Uh, you're always recommending the Vanguard Total International Stock Index Fund. But for comparison, why do you promote this over the Fidelity Total Market Index Fund, S-F-S-K-A-X? Following your overall guidance, I've sold all my individual stocks Yay. over the last year and totally invested 100% in F-S-K-A-X, primarily because I've always used Fidelity as a brokerage. And boy, am I glad. I'm up tremendously with no lost sleep trying to time and pick the market on my own. I always struggle with finding out all the particular fees involved with these kind of funds, however. So I'm wondering if Vanguard's charges less than Fidelity. Is this the reason you're so positive on Vanguard? Thanks. Well, Don went, as some of you know, to high school with John Bogle, who founded Vanguard. So that has something to do with our long-term relationship. No, I'm kidding. You didn't go to high school with John Bogle because John Bogle's like but John Bogle's old, old. old enough to be my yeah, granddad. No, uh, here's the reason that we was. like Vanguard because we've liked them for a long time. We, it's habit. It's, it's habit. <laughs> it really is. Fidelity's inter, total international fund. I'm sure. No, no, no. This is total stock market index. Total, which stock market is index. the U.S. only. Ah, so we're also going to watch, and these are all free on our website. If you go to talkingrealmoney.com, we give you a three fund portfolio at Vanguard, at Fidelity, and at Schwab. Mm-hmm. Any of them would suit you fine because now you're going to have a globally diversified stock portfolio at a very low cost, and then a third of the portfolio or whatever part in bonds again at very low cost these are index funds they hold thousands of securities and you get all exposure to all of these global markets at an exceedingly low cost so any of those would be fine and we're getting to the point where costs are so low in these index funds as it hardly makes sense to try and compare them anymore um fidelity's funds are now slightly less expensive than Vanguard's, but the Fidelity Total Stock Index Fund, which is only U.S., has an expense ratio of 0.015% per year. Pretty inexpensive way to have your money taken care of. Isn't that like one and a half cents on the dollar? No, I think it's that. Or is it 0.1? Wait, 0.1. No, that's one and a half cents on the dollar. All right, yeah. So it's pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. So there you have it. Yeah. I, I think I, we're done. Again, what? We, we, we mentioned Vanguard a lot because we've just mentioned Vanguard a lot. We right. have it's, three it's, funds for all of those various uh, custodians. They're all very, very good. Honestly, it's 30 plus years yeah. of muscle memory. Really, that's what it is. It's so funny. Yeah. Speaking of muscle memory, we we uh, our old Apple TV, which was several years old, failed. So we bought a new Apple TV, about one of the new ones with the new remote control, which has a wheel on the top instead of the trackpad. Now, when we first got it, my wife hated the trackpad remote for the Apple TV because she was used to remote controls with just buttons. It didn't have many buttons. 
So now five or six years later, I get this new version. And last night she's like, how do I, how do I do this? How do I, and I she goes, I'll never get used to this new remote. I, I said, you way, will. That's Muscle why memory. I'm married. She handles that for me. Mm-hmm. See, see, Tom and I are like spousal opposites. <laughs> if we were married. No, never mind. Let's not. Go no, back. I would no. help you with the remote. That's right. No, yeah. I, was, I have it back. If I was married to your wife, I'd oh, still no, be no, sitting no, around no, trying no, to no, figure yeah. out how to watch a game no, on TV. No, you two would oh. never get the television on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It would not work. Wait, wait. There's two steps. I have to turn the TV on and something else? Never going to happen. Oh, yeah. No. Just give me give me the clicker. Honey, where's the clicker? Exactly. <laughs> oh, what if I go to static on the video? That would actually be pretty funny. Uh, Just have one of those little pixelated screens. Yeah, maybe I could do that. All right. Um, thanks for joining us for this edition of Talking Real Money, the podcast and the YouTube video. Oh, 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 YouTube video update. Hold on. I know you were dying to know, Tom. How many subscribers? How many subscribers? To our YouTube channel now. 273. Are you ready for this? You are going to be so excited. Yes. 285 subscribers. Shot low on that one. So we're headed for rocketing up to 300. Yeah. Big day for us. Paul Merriman's still almost 5,000. So (laughs) we're pikers by comparison. Well, what can you say? He's been around longer. Good point. Now, he went to high school with John Bowen. Uh, thanks for listening, watching, doing what you do, because I'm Don McDonald, and that's Tom Cock, and we hang out here talking real money. Talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.